Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Up All Night, an Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast. My name is Cortland, and today we're continuing the book, The Tale of the Nightly Neighbors. We're going to be doing chapters 16 and 17 today. Uh, right now, Emma is in the grocery store. She's come up with a plan to annihilate Lex and save everybody. We don't know what that is yet. Hopefully we find out this episode. All right, let's get down into it. Emma approached her house from the back. Beyond it lay the bronze house. On the front porch, Emma saw the one thing she feared right most right now. Mrs. Braun was standing there, as if guarding the house. Emma quickly hid behind some bushes in her backyard, hoping she hadn't been seen. On her stomach, she was able to peer out from under the low shrubs and watch Miss Braun. The woman looked restless. She paced back and forth and kept gazing back towards town with a worried expression. She glanced at her watch. She must be expecting Mr. Braun to come back, I'll bet. This gave Emma some hope. If Miss Braun was looking for her husband, then it would give Emma time to put her plan into motion. But she'd have to be fast. Even if Miss Braun left, she wouldn't be gone long. Emma's plan required split-second timing. If she failed, she was doomed, and she needed tools. The backpack with the wooden stakes and the mallet were upstairs in her bedroom. Oh, shit. She squirmed backwards on her stomach, and when she was clear of the brush, she stood up behind it, closely watching the house across the street. Emma quickly darted across the backyard and ran for her kitchen door. She found it unlocked. Emma ran inside and frantically rummaged through one of the kitchen drawers, finding the few items she still needed. Then she hurried to the stairway. Before running upstairs, she glanced out of the front window to see if Mrs. Braun had moved. The house across the street looked vacant. No one was on the porch. Miss Braun was gone. Emma knew she didn't have much time. She ran up the stairs and headed straight for her bedroom. She closed the door and leaned against it for a moment to catch her breath. On the bed was the backpack she had prepared when she and Day-Day had entered the Braun basement on their aborted mission the day before. Emma opened the zipper and inspected the contents. Three sharp wooden stakes and a mallet were at the bottom of the pack. On top were the crosses she had made for herself and for her brother, plus a string of smelly garlic. Emma shook her head while she looked at the last two items there, knowing what she knew now about the strength and the power of a vampire, she knew these things were useless. Then a soft thump came from downstairs. Emma's whole body stiffened as she came to, a, came to attention. She strained her ears, listened for another sound, trying to identify what she had heard already. Suddenly, she knew it was the front door closing. Someone's in the house! It must be Mrs. Braun! She must have seen me! Emma held perfectly still, trying not to make a sound, and hoping the intruder wouldn't come upstairs. But the next sound she heard was unmistakable. Her greatest fear was coming true. Someone was climbing up the stairs. Emma swallowed hard. The intruder reached the landing. Emma glanced at her bedroom door and saw the doorknob slowly turning. And that was chapter 16, guys. It was like uh, a page. So uh, let's get into chapter 17, I guess. Without hesitating, Emma grabbed her backpack, threw open her window, and climbed out. There was only a narrow ledge for her to stand on, but it was enough for her to, to edge her way to the side of the house and drop to the garage roof. From there, she scrambled on all fours over the roof towards the back of the house. Emma had done this in her mind on a thousand make-believe adventures. Now that it was real, it seemed a lot more dangerous. A drain pipe ran down the side of the house. Emma grabbed for it, hoping it would hold her weight. She swung out, grabbed it between her feet and knees, and half slid, half fell down to the ground, landing hard. She paused for just a second to catch her breath, then glanced anxiously at the back, back door. It was just starting to open. Emma crouched in the bushes and looked back at her house. The door swung open, 
and out stepped Mrs. Braun. She looked angry. Emma, she shouted, I know you are here. There is nowhere for you to hide. Emma crouched lower in the bushes. It didn't seem as if Miss Braun could hear her or could see her, and Emma wasn't about to give her a better view. The sun will be down soon, Emma, continued Mrs. Braun. Why don't you come out and end this game? It would be so much easier. No way, Emma resolved. I'm not giving up now, not while there's still hope. Miss Braun looked around one last time, then walked into the backyard. For a moment, Emma thought Mrs. Braun knew where she was, but after a few steps, the strange woman turned and walked back around towards the front of the house. Emma snuck out from her hiding place and trailed Mrs. Braun, being careful to stay out of sight. Emma got as far as the front of the house when she stopped. Mrs. Braun was standing in front of her own house again. Emma watched as the woman looked down the street. Mrs. Braun looked worried. Emma thought that it must be because Mr. Braun hadn't returned. Please, please go look for him, please, she silently pleaded. As if to answer, Miss Braun turned and walked quickly towards her garage. She jumped in her car, fired the engine, and blasted out of the driveway. The tires squealed and gravel shot everywhere. What? Yes, now's my chance, Emma cheered silently. When the car was out of sight, Emma quickly ran across the street and didn't stop until she was standing in the front of the bronze basement window. She glanced at her wristwatch. It was nearly five o'clock. The sun would be setting soon. She had very little time. Lex would be sleeping now, but at sunset he would awaken, and she knew he could overpower her. At that point, it wouldn't make any difference if the bronze came back or not, because Emma would be done for. Emma sat on the ground and checked her backpack one last time. Besides her vampire hunting equipment, she had picked up a strong screwdriver and a fat roll of heavy-duty duct tape, the kind her father used to seal boxes. Her flashlight was missing. She figured she must have left it on the bed when she had hurried out of her window. She hoped she would need it. Finally, she held up the wooden stakes and the mallet. Just looking at them gave her a chill. Can I do it? Her palms were sweaty and she was a little lightheaded. She had thought about her family and knew she had to be strong for them. She took a deep breath and pushed against the basement window. It didn't move. It was locked. Great, she said aloud. Just when I got up the nerve to do it, I'm locked out and it's getting late. Emma realized she had two choices. She could back off and come back again in the morning. This would give her more daylight time to work with, but it had one big disadvantage. She would have to find a safe place to spend the night. Mr. Braun had said everyone would be out looking for her after dark. Emma knew it would be next to impossible to avoid Lex, the Brauns, plus the entire population of the town overnight. She had been lucky the night before, but didn't want to press her luck any further. Her second chance was, was to go for it, to break into the house and just do it before she lost her nerve. Her plan depended on getting into the basement before the sun went down. That's when Lex would be at his most vulnerable. Time was running out. I'll do it now, Emma said. I've got to do it. It may be my only chance. Emma stood up and walked around to the back of the bronze house. She went up the back steps to the kitchen door and tried to open it. It was also locked. There was a window next to the door. Emma looked inside and saw it was over the kitchen sink. She tried to lift the window, but it was also secured. Emma turned towards the yard and scanned it for something she could use to break the window. Then she remembered the tools she had. She unzipped her backpack and brought out the wooden mallet. She gripped it tightly, scrunched her eyes closed, and took a swing at the window. Crash! The glass broke and tinkled into the sink. Emma used the mallet to clear away the rest of the glass pane, then carefully reached in and unlocked the window. There it is! There's no turning back now! 
With one last look at the light of day, Emma pushed open the window and climbed in. This was her first time in the Braun house, except for the basement. Her curiosity about how they lived drew her into the living room. She glanced around in amazement. There wasn't one piece of furniture. There were no pictures on the walls, no carpet on the floors. The place didn't even look lived in. The only decoration, if you could call it that, were the dark velvet drapes covering the windows. They were drawn tightly shut, completely blocking the late afternoon sun. The darkness created an illusion of nighttime within the house. A chill in the room made Emma wrap her arms around herself for warmth. She wanted to investigate the house further, but realized her time was growing short. She turned and headed back towards the kitchen and located the basement door. It was on the far side of the room. She crossed the floor and she tried the door. She wasn't surprised to find it locked. She still held the screwdriver and mallet in her hand. She stuck the screwdriver into the door into the door jab where the lock went into the frame and gave the end several sharp blows with the mallet. The wood splintered just enough for her to force the screwdriver under the metal plate. Using it as a wedge, she pushed hard. The door sprung open. Wow. Good job, Emma. Emma stood up and slowly opened the door, peering down the steep stairway. She groped for the <laughs> she groped for the light switch, found it against the wall inside the door, and flipped it up. Nothing happened. The stairs still disappeared into total dark. Her heart was pounding wildly. Well, it's now or never. I can't let the darkness stop me. She returned the tools to her backpack to free her hands, then cautiously took her first step down the stairs. She descended slowly, one step at a time, keeping her hands on the walls and banister to help guide her down. She was afraid that if she let go, her knees would turn to jelly and she would fall. The last thing she needed was to tumble down the stairs. When she reached the bottom, she lowered her hands to her sides and stood still. Bright, late afternoon sun streamed in one of the basement windows near the ceiling. She still had time. She glanced around and saw the refrigerator against the far wall. They were still covered with heavy blankets. Straight ahead was a locked vault. She approached it and glanced at the lock with disappointment. It was not a combination lock. The new device required a key. Emma thought about her meager tools. She wasn't even sure if she would be able to break the lock. It would be a tough job, but she knew she had to try. But before she broke the lock, there was something else she had to do, something even more crucial to her plan, which might just save her life. Knowing her time was running short, she dropped her backpack in front of the vault, then crossed the room and began to make her preparations. So that was chapter 17. Uh, both of these chapters were a little shorter, especially the one that was like two pages long. So I'm going to go ahead and read chapter 18 in this episode too, and then we will finish the book up in the next episode. Thwack! Thwack! Banging against the screwdriver handle was deafening as it reverberated off the empty basement walls. Emma had been at it for quite some time, and she didn't think she was making any headway. Her hands were getting tired, and the screwdriver kept slipping, but she refused to give up. She stopped for a few seconds to rest and rubbed her palms on her jeans, flexing her fingers. Then she started in again. After several minutes, the lock appeared to be bending and giving way. I don't know if I could do this. Damn, Emma. Finally, the screwdriver broke through the lock, and Emma was able to lift it away from the latch. Breathing heavily and with a racing heart, Emma took a step back. Slowly, she swung the heavy vault open. She knew what she was going to find inside, but the sight of it still made her blood run cold. Lex's black coffin loomed in front of her, silent and horrifying. Emma's mouth dropped open, and the stinging gasp of fear clutched her stomach. The coffin stood upright, propped against the back wall of the vault. Strange markings and symbols in what appeared to be a foreign language were engraved deeply into the surface of the black wood. 
Somehow, even after all of that had happened, Emma still hoped that there was some explanation for what was going on. Unfortunately, seeing Lex's coffin took away whatever hope she had. He was a vampire, all right, and it was time to do something about it. This was it. This is what she had come for. But now Emma was having second thoughts. The idea of hammering a wooden stake into the heart of a person, even if it was a vampire, was the most horrifying thing she could imagine. Am I crazy or what? I just can't do it. I can't. Emma dropped the screwdriver and mallet and slowly backed away from the coffin. Suddenly, she wanted to be as far away from this place as possible. But before she could take another step, the coffin lid slowly began to lift. Emma froze when she saw what was happening. Lex was awakening. She realized she had taken quite a lot of time trying to break into the house and the basement and then crack open the lock on the vault. She hadn't expected Lex to wake up before she could put her plan into effect, but the coffin lid was rising. There wasn't any doubt he was coming for her. Without thinking about it any further, Emma reached into her backpack and pulled out a wooden stake. The mallet was on the floor in front of the vault. She quickly bent forward and grabbed it, just as the coffin lid opened fully. Emma looked up and saw Lex standing in his coffin. He looked just like an innocent little boy, but Emma knew better. She stood there in terror, unable to move. Then Lex opened his eyes and stared at her. He seemed to recognize her immediately and grinned evilly at her. Hello, Emma. So nice of you to visit, he said with a sneer. Emma raised the wooden spike up in front of her, but Lex only laughed. Oh, Emma, he said. Don't you see it is too late for that? You took far too much time with the lock. Now it is dark and I am awake. Your pathetic little tricks will not work on me. I am much stronger than I was when I first arrived in your town. You cannot resist me. With that, he leaned forward and stepped out of his coffin. Emma took a step back and dropped the wooden stake. It clattered harmlessly to the basement floor. That's better. Come, join us, continued the little monster soothingly. Join your mother and father and your brother David. He has been lonely without his big sister. As he spoke, Lex moved towards Emma. The girl felt the effects of the hypnotized stare, and his voice was beginning to lull her into a kind of sleepy trance. Fight it, she told herself. You have to! Unconsciously, Emma took a step backwards, then another. As Lex continued to bear down on her, he could have reached out and grabbed her at any time. Emma knew, but he seemed to be enjoying the game too much. With an impish smile, he backed her out of the vault and across the basement floor. The room was now pitch dark. There was no more afternoon sunlight streaming in the window. I am quite thirsty this evening, Emma, Lex cooed. I am always extremely thirsty when I first awake. Emma took another step, backward step and hit the far wall of the basement. There was nowhere else to go. Slowly, she slid down until she was crouched on the floor. The whole time, she couldn't stop staring into the vampire's fiery red eyes. Lex stepped closer and stared down at her with a hungry gleam. Don't be afraid, Emma. You're going to live forever. You'll be just like me. You never have to grow old or listen to anyone tell you what to do ever again. Emma fought to stay alert. She felt herself falling under a spell as if an undertow were dragging her out to sea. Fight him! You can do it! She closed her eyes and made tight balls out of her fists. You like adventure, don't you? Lex continued. Once you are with us, you will have the most amazing adventures you can imagine. Emma fought to keep control, but Lex was overpowering her. If she gave in, she was a goner. Now, Lex ordered, stand up and prepare for the bite that will give you eternal life. Emma responded as if she had lost all her willpower. 
She pushed with her feet and slowly raised herself to a standing position in front of Lex. That's better. You put up a good fight, Emma, but you never had a chance against me. I thought you smart. He opened his mouth to reveal his fangs and slowly moved towards her throat. Emma smiled. This stopped Lex. No one had ever smiled before. I may not be as smart as you, Emma said confidently, but there's one thing I'm much better at than you. Emma reached up to the wall above her head and felt for the blanket that she had taped up there earlier. Lex looked at her in confusion. Emma clutched the blanket and smiled again. I'm really good at telling time. Adios, you little bloodsucker! She gave a tremendous yank and pulled down the blanket. A bright shaft of light from the setting sun immediately pierced the window and landed directly in Lex's face. It wasn't nighttime after all. Lex threw his arms up protectively, screeched at the top of his lungs, and spun away from the window. It was too late. The bright sun was already doing its damage. It hit the vampire like a searing hot laser beam, and now he was the helpless victim. Emma crouched down and attempted to cover her eyes, but she couldn't stop watching. The centuries-old legend about vampires was true. The sun was their worst enemy. Horrible smoke rose up from Lex's body as the sun did its work. Lex crumbled into a heap on the floor. His skin began to blister and pop in a horrible, boiling fashion. Oh my god, this poor kid. Then his face, then his flesh shriveled. His lips, eyelids, and ears revealed his skull beneath his eyeball. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> then his flesh shriveled. His lips, eyelids, and ears revealing his skull beneath. His eyeballs and tongue popped and popped out and rotted away as Emma watched. Holy shit. Nauseated with the horror of it all. Bones and patches of flesh clinging to them fell out of his sleeves and pants. This is disgusting. The bones did a dance as they popped out of their sockets and fell lifelessly to the floor. Finally, the bones disintegrated along with his shattered skull. It was over. Jesus Christ. God, that poor child. Emma was afraid to move. She felt, she felt weak and her hands began to shake. She didn't think she would be able to stand, so she crawled over to the pile of clothing lying on the floor. Tentatively, she extended an arm, reluctant to touch anything that had to belong to Lex. She nearly snatched her hand away, but forced herself to continue. She had to know that he was gone for good. Emma carefully lifted the black clothes. There was nothing underneath except for a small pile of gray ash. She dropped the material quickly and sat staring at the floor where, where it lay. It worked, she finally said aloud. My, my plan worked! Emma had known, when it came down to it, there was no way she could have used the wooden stake on Lex. She knew her only other weapon was the sun. Glancing at the window, she saw that it was that if she had waited just a few minutes more, it would have gone down for real and her plan would have failed. Exhausted, Emma took a deep breath and suddenly she felt she had to get away from the horrible room. She stood on wobbly legs and headed for the stairway, grasping the railing steady for herself. She began climbing. Emma didn't stop until she was out of the Braun house. She stood in the front yard, gazing across the street at her own house, and she was still in shock. She could hard be hardly believe that she'd escaped from Lex and that she had been able to fool him into thinking it was past sunset. Although she was beginning to feel better, in the back of her mind, she knew there was something else she had to do, something that was left unfinished. As her mind cleared with a fresh evening air, it hit her. Day-Day, she screamed. Mom! Dad! Emma turned and ran up the street towards the library. She had to find her family. She had to find out if they were all right. 
The book had said that once the Master Vampire was destroyed, all his victims would return to normal. But that was legend. Could it possibly be true? Or or had she just destroyed the vampire only to face an entire town of blood-drinking demons? And that's the end of chapter 18. Oh, I'm so excited, you guys. I'm, we'll finish the book, and I'll give you my thoughts in the next episode. But man, Lex is dead, and it was absolutely fucking brutal. She obliterated that, that child. All right, you guys, I've been up all night. I'm going to go to bed. Hopefully I don't dream about vampires. Next episode, we finish this book. I'll see you later, guys. Bye. Bye.